Sherpa. COVID-19 has upended many of the things we have taken for granted and some we didn't even think about. You may wonder, what's happening and why? When will it end? How will we get through it? What happens after it? Will anything go back to how it used to be? With the many changes around us, it seems like perhaps we're looking at the end of the world we knew and the beginning of a new one. We may feel anxious, uncertain, and sad. We're angry, trapped, and alone. After a year of stay-at-home orders, physical and social distancing, economic uncertainty, and the looming presence of a pandemic, what has changed for you? How are you feeling? How do you cope? What does the world look like after it? Our peers answer these questions as they reflect on their experience during the pandemic, the changes, their effect on their life and mental health, and their thoughts on the new world in front of them. Hi, I'm Lagaya. I'm 16. I'm a junior at ASU Prep in Phoenix. Um, hi, my name is Kevin, and I'm a senior at Camelback High School. My name is Crystal Renteria. I'm 21. I am currently a student at Phoenix College, majoring in family development. My name is Luis Renteria, and I am a sophomore at Tempe High School. When did you first hear about COVID? Honestly, I want to say it was like towards the end of 2019. Like kind of rumored, but not really like confirmed. I first heard about it in around March, I think. I heard it was in China for like a little bit, and I didn't really think it was going to come over here so fast. So I wasn't really worried at first. I don't know. It was so weird. I just remember it during spring break. Spring break was in March. And then everybody started, like, the news about outbreaks. I can't even be sure, like, what I heard about it. Um, most of my friends were just telling me, like, hey, like, did you see, like, about, like, the COVID and all that? All, all this stuff about COVID, I'm like, I, I was actually kind of confused at first. And then, like, once I started, you know, doing some deeper research and it's actually a thing. I'm I, That's like when it shook me a little bit more. I just remembered like, oh, it's dangerous. Oh, it's really contagious. I remember the first case in Arizona was some guy ASU. We went on spring break. I went out of town to visit some friends in California. And I remember like getting a call from the principal at the school. Oh, like I just wanted to let you know, you know, we're going to extend spring break another another week. I was in online school and all my friends were going to real school and I was like, oh, they're lucky they get to stay home from school an extra amount of time. Then I started looking more into it, like, okay, what, like, what's happening? Like, why is it that kids can't be in schools? This isn't just the flu. This is something serious. I thought, I don't know, I, I, I thought it was going to be like a sickness that was going to go by fast, like that not a lot of people were going to get it. It started getting serious when, like, my friends and family started getting affected. Like, I didn't know anyone personally, but, you know, my friend's mom's friend. It was, like, just hearing it come into, like, circles of circles of people that I know was, like, really crazy. I heard that they were going to put us in lockdown. I thought that it wasn't going to spread as fast, but it did. How was social distancing and lockdown? At first, like, when they told us that we had to mask up and the first few weeks, like, we had to wear gloves and all that, it was hard switching from, like, not having to wear anything, 
now having to wear masks. And I mean, I don't, we don't have to wear gloves no more, but it's hard staying with the mask. Of course, there's nothing I had experienced like it. Um, so, so I was confused. My parents were like really worried, of course. So I stayed home from everything. Um, at the beginning, um, I would say that one of the hardest things was staying home because I had like a schedule, like I would wake up, go to school, like that type of stuff. So then I, I just felt out of balance when I had to stay home all day. Um, made me really upset because I was missing all the holidays. I missed my friends. I missed hanging out. I was missing on a lot of opportunities for travel. I feel like in, at first I was kind of ignorant about it and I'm like, more time off or whatever. I feel like now that I've had loved ones and like I've known people that like have had COVID, some, you know, coming through and being alive and others not. I think that's when like it kind of hit me. I'm like, this is not something to play with. Like this is something real. And like, this is something that is affecting families and not just mine. I really wanted, I really wanted to get out the house. Yeah, like, you know, having the the PlayStation with me and all my siblings and my parents, like, yeah, it's cool. But now the fact that, like, we're just at home and you get anxious just to go outside, but you really can't. Um, I just thought it was like, okay, this is how things are going to be for a while. And that was something I could get used to since I was home all the time anyways. I guess thinking about it, like, then I was, like, so I was so hopeful that it would end by, like, summer and then it didn't, and then Halloween came, and then it didn't. During Halloween, and I stayed inside, like, I was sad, but, you know, I, this was just the way things were. Like, I wasn't, I couldn't be too angry or anything. With in-person school canceled, how was the change to virtual learning? The first week of online school, it was rough. Honestly, like, I would, like, if there's any, like, possible chance, like, if I couldn't be able to go back to, like, actual school, like, I wish I could, but we couldn't. So I feel like that was like the hardest thing that I had to like get used to. Like I'm more used to it now. It's different and it's really I've you kind of see how how settings can change everything. And even though they might be in a quiet room or they as much as they're trying to concentrate, it's really hard just because if they normally see a computer and it's like, oh games or oh like it's I feel like it's really hard to focus and I think of like kids that have ADHD or any other like issues they can't sit at the computer from eight to three all day it's hard there's kids in elementary school that are in kindergarten and they've never been to school and here they are at home trying to learn how to read and trying to and like it's really hard for them um, I was actually, I was really mad because I was hoping to be able to go back to school this, this year, 2020 to 2021, because I just thought it might be better to like, you know, be able to socialize. And then, you know, quarantine was extended. And I switched from online school to a public school that was doing online virtual learning. And then again, I switched because my parents had to move houses. It's just like a lot of things shifted, like like a domino. There's still that fear that like, you can still get it because it's still a big gathering of students that might go. They already gave us the option and my mom doesn't even want me to go back. So it kind of worked out for me too, not wanting to go back. It's kind of, it's hard because it's on, it's virtual, it's online. 
and I'm more I learn more like hands on than being like in person. So it's kind of hard to just do things online because you can just cheat easily or not pay attention. The friends that I used to see in real life, a lot of them, like all of them, actually, they went to campus to learn at school and they just kind of it's very different, very difficult for them. Um, I remember in, like, March that time, they are like, you know what, it's fine, like, because the schools, they, like, nothing counts for a grade now because they didn't know how long it was going to last, and they are just taking, you know, school, like, as it came. But when this new school year started, they had to actually, like, do the work. They were so lost, and they couldn't get anything figured out. What are the hardest changes? What do you miss now? Now, it would just be... Like, just being able to go out without having to fear, like, the sickness. I miss being in class. I miss working with my kids. I'm more of, like, a like a one-on-one. Like, I've always learned better with having that interaction. Being able to ask questions or, like, staying after class. I miss being in class, like, in a classroom. Not just, like, for my learning, but, like, to be there for, like, the other kids that I used to have. That's definitely one of the things I miss. Honestly, just like first thing for sure, school. School was a big thing that hit. And then especially school sports, because at that time, like that's when like our season was was you know barely starting. And unfortunately, we didn't get to finish our season due to COVID. And I just missed um, just not having to you know be all six feet apart. And all that. But that's what we have to do. I miss being out on the field. <laughs> Lockdown definitely, like, I honestly, as bad as it sounds, I was never home. I would go to work, I'd go to school, and then I'd go to work again. And I was also working, like, at the after-school program. So I was never home. So, like, lockdown, and I'm like, this this is my family. This is who I'm supposed to see every day. But, like, I would rarely see them, only at dinner time or, like, for times and pieces. It was, it felt weird being at home. I felt like I wasn't doing anything. The hardest changes, I'm not sure because I was doing online school, so I was home anyways, but I used to go out for, you know, like I had therapy sessions, I was hanging out with my friends, and so I was in like this, it's called an intensive outpatient program, and that's just like therapy three days a week with a group of people, and we would Zoom, and it was really weird because it wasn't the same. I mean, I did it anyway. I was, uh, I got the help that I needed, but it was different doing it away. I think that was just like the biggest thing I experienced because that program was the only thing that made me get out of the house at that time. So I stopped seeing a regular therapist and I stopped seeing my psychiatrist. And then I was just kind of like floating alone for a couple months. In a CDC study conducted in the middle of 2020, U.S. adults reported struggling considerably more with adverse mental health conditions associated with COVID-19. 40% of respondents reported struggling with mental health or substance use. 31% of them suffered anxiety and depression symptoms, and 26% suffered from trauma and stressor-related symptoms. 13% started or increased substance use, and 11% seriously considered suicide. Younger adults, racial and ethnic minorities, Essential workers and unpaid adult caregivers reported disproportionately worse mental health outcomes, increased substance use, and elevated suicidal thoughts. 
The percentage of respondents who seriously considered suicide was significantly higher among all of these groups. That is, 25.5% of 18 to 24-year-olds, 18.6% of Hispanic, and 15.1% of Black respondents, 30.7% of self-reported unpaid caregivers for adults, and 21.7% of essential workers. Did the pandemic and the measures taken to mitigate it have an effect on your mental health? At the beginning, it did. I would be sad all the time because I don't like staying in my room. I like being outside. Even if it's just by myself, I like being outside. But then I, I started getting used to it at the end of this year, like when I started feeling like a little bit better because I actually had time to think about myself. So I got used to it and I kind of like it better. So I would want to say, like, it it, it did take, um, I felt less active. I didn't feel like I was really doing much with my life. And then my classes, we wouldn't meet on Zoom. Like, it literally was like, okay, here's the assignment, just do it. So not only was I, like, not seeing, like, my kids from PAC, not only was I not working, like, at the mall, I wasn't even, like, virtually meeting with my classmates. It was different. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. I mean, I feel like we all need a break sometimes. Yeah, there's been times where, like, maybe, like, some days, but, like I said, I'm only trying to stay positive. But there's been those days where, yeah, like, I don't just feel like doing anything. Like, I just feel like staying in my room, don't talking to, no, talking to nobody, just listening to music. And I honestly don't even want to play the game sometimes, like. I'm just in my room thinking to myself, like, what if, like, COVID was never, like, if never existed? I would have been at school, talking to my friends, you know, living, like, what you say, the normal life. Hopefully something will, like, change, but, yeah, there's been those days. Um, I don't know, because I, I don't know how, I don't have anything to compare it with, because this is the first time that I've been, like, not alone, but I haven't been getting as much help as I I'm usually getting and it's intensified because of COVID but I think you know I've been doing like really well <laughs> I think you know it might be because of COVID because like um you know at home I'm comfortable I just like I'm not so anxious about you know being in public I'm not anxious about how other people see me but for my mental health I definitely see myself getting very irritated sometimes that's how I get like very rarely just because I'm inside, I'm going crazy. There's like nothing I can do. I just like need air, you know. How have you coped during this time? Is there anything you like to do to feel better? I've kind of rearranged my room to where I feel like I would best focus when I do my homework or when I like when I'm trying to do something that I need to focus on. Like I even painted my room by myself and I had I had picked up on a like a habit that I used to have back in like middle school and I would always kind of reflect on like the positive like I would have a little journal and I would write down like okay well like this and this happened positively and I know not everybody is religious um I wouldn't really consider myself like oh a practicing catholic but I feel like I started kind of praying more uh not only like for myself and for my family but just better um because it's 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 tough out there most times um it's when i whenever i leave the house sometimes that's when i would 
push myself to do things. If I start like not taking care of myself as much, I tend to like actually think about it, and then I don't know it's kind of weird. I I lose motivation to do things, but then like there's like one day where I just push myself to do the things I haven't done, and then that's when it starts getting better. Now that's now that baseball starting back up. I miss my boys, so we're always like on Facetime, you know, helping each other out. Like if we need help with homework or anything, so I feel like them, they really like help me out a lot. Um, I'm trying to learn how to paint. I've never tried it before, but like in middle school when we had art class, I never really tried. And then in high school when they like gave us a choice to take any classes, I still didn't do it. I just like colors, so I feel like mixing them would, if I start off with paint, would maybe spark something that I like. I don't know what my plan is. I just kind of want to start anywhere, somewhere in painting. When I'm home alone, I have to close all the doors, close all the windows. I turn on my speaker and you know just start playing some hype music, <laughs> like some relaxing good music. So I, like I said, you're home alone. Obviously, no one's gonna hear you. So I best like why not? It's for your own good. <laughs> I go for a walk with my dog because that's like the only thing kind of makes sense that's the only thing that I'm allowed to do and I think I think it's great um my dog is my emotional support animal and I got her in August of 2020 so right before COVID started she was you know she was there uh I was training her all throughout COVID so yeah I guess I guess we're getting through this together her name is Rico Kind of, people always get confused by it, but it's short for recovery. So the first four letters are R-E-C-O. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself thinking about others? Is there someone else in your thoughts during this pandemic? Um, well, one of them would be uh, my mom lost her job. Uh, she has one. She has a new one. But she lost her job as a housekeeper because they had to close down the hotels. So we have another person living here with us who helped us pay rent. And my brother was here at the moment, so he helps us. He helps my mom pay rent, too, sometimes. There was a time, yeah. But now, thankfully, they're feeling much better, and which I'm glad they are, just because, like, when they were affected by it, it was, it, it hurt, especially my mom and my dad. I remember when my dad was hit with it, like, he was in terrible condition, but thankfully he kept fighting, and now he's doing way much better. I'm just glad he did this. My friends' parents, you know, they lost their job. I think they're still supported by one parent, but people are also, like, moving, moving houses. They have to, like, just adjust to different conditions. Uh, my friend's mom, at her work, one of the co-workers had it, and they didn't say nothing, and then they passed it on to the rest of the co-workers that were there, including her mom. She got better, though, her mom. Um, I worry about people that I know like they had opportunities you know like some of my old friends are like they wanted to do internships I'm like upset for them but I don't, wouldn't say I'm worried because I know they have opportunity there they'll get through this I'm more worried about just like the people that don't have the resources um I I mean I do there's people that that at one point were in my life and um we kind of to stop talking we kind of went our separate ways and I always wonder like how things are going for them and if it wasn't because I still like I'm in contact with his sister like I wouldn't have known like 
his parents have COVID. He hasn't seen his mom in a month because she's in the hospital. I still worry about others, even though like they're not in my life. There's lots of people that I I hope they're doing good, and I hope if COVID is affecting them, I hope they get through it. Have you gone through any changes? Have you learned anything about yourself? Um, I want to say it changed me like in a mental way for sure because there there's sometimes where I would get cranky like out of nowhere other than that like I feel like I'm the same um I've learned I guess I <laughs> learned I always thought I was like the grounded one I always thought like you know things would be like I would have be the most level-headed compared to my sisters I'm probably going the most crazy <laughs> um, mostly I've had a chance to reflect on myself I need to start taking care of myself better if I feel a certain way towards the situations like I, I need to speak up about it because every time like on my daily life like before I would always help people without like thinking about helping myself first so I've had time to think about that something else that I've learned is I'm not sure I think my friend, like, just earlier, she was telling me that I talk down to people. And I guess I do that because I'm away from them and I can't say it to their face. Like, I used to be so unconfrontational. And I, I think being apart and being able to say what I say without, like, the public, like, anxiety... I think that has forced me to become more confident in myself. I've definitely become more confident over quarantine. I don't know what it is, but I think I've developed this new skill of, you know, confrontation and speaking. So I think, I hope I'm I'm not as harsh as I am, as she says I am, when I meet people. But I I, I hope that I still, like, have that, like, courage to say the things that I say and get my point across. I would definitely say changes for the better. I feel like I only have a younger brother. And back when we were in school, I mean, I would have my like, crazy busy schedule. But so would he, he had school after sometimes he would have practice or he would have a game. Or like on the weekends, he'd have his tournaments. So we would see each other. But it wasn't really like we wouldn't really talk like we I sometimes would just come into his room and I would just lay here or like other way around. But I feel like now he talks to me a little bit more like personal issues and like personal his about his personal life things that he would sometimes tell me it's now it's like oh hey like what do you think oh i should do this with my mom i've learned my mother is my best friend she that's my person and i feel like covid has like taught me that We would talk, but not really because she would have her things. I had my things. So I would come home from work and sometimes she wouldn't be home or she'd come home. So we just wouldn't really like talk. We wouldn't really bond. And I feel like now, like, like I know she's there. How has COVID changed the world? It changed a lot. If there was some possible way I can go back into time before this ever happened, I, I really would. Now there's so much more, obviously, rules just because of COVID. We're trying to prevent the spreading of it. And just people in general, like, have changed a lot. 
I feel like people have become more, I don't want to say selfish, but I feel like it's something that we should have had, like, even before, like, personal space and boundaries and the attitudes people have towards, like, others. Like, that's changed so much, like, in the store. I can't even say in school because we don't go to school. It's kind of weird to say how it's affected the world. I would say, like, I guess people are opening up to, like, speaking up more. I feel like people will be more cautious about everything, about, like, every sickness that comes out. They'll be more cautious and want to be clean. For good and bad, I feel like um, all the precautions and all of the... I mean, obviously not everybody follows them, but in the end, it's for the better. Even though it's hard, because we've lived... So, well, I mean, I've only lived 21 years, but we we live the life where, like, there's no, without a mask, without, like, having to, oh, hand sanitizer and, oh, this, like, there were things that were there, we just didn't think to, that we were going to have to rely on them all the time. It's changed a lot. What should we learn from this? What does the future look like after it? We we have one life, and there's people that are always going to be there forever, and I feel like you just have to appreciate them while they're here, because you might not see them again, and to not take everything for granted, and I guess the other lesson that I kind of learned is that family is there no matter what. This has made my family, we've gone through so much within this time period but i feel like that's brought us a bit closer i guess any lesson that we should learn from this is actually listen to scientists and try everything that we can to be clean and sanitize everything uh well yeah you know need to wash my hands more often i'm gonna be honest i didn't really do it that much you know to play the game and eat at the same time and i have to say staying clean you know, washing your hands. That, that's something that we should always be doing every single day. I think people will be a lot more conscious about health. I feel like we've discovered new ways to hang out online. Like, we play video games together, and I think that's something new that everybody has been trying out. I don't know. I just I think being away has forced people to adapt and appreciate. So I think interaction with others will probably be much more intensified without COVID. I just feel like we're going to have wear masks forever. I don't know what to expect. It's so hard to imagine a future without COVID. It's been like this for so long. I know it's going to be amazing. I know people are going to go crazy. Hopefully, just hopefully, if we're able to take off the masks. There's just sometimes where, like, I'm out of breath. And there's just times where, like, I need to breathe fresh air. <laughs> I think we're going to be just a lot closer and because we've been distant for so long that like all we need is just like social interaction like any chance I get to hug someone is like a miracle um (laughs) I don't know it's just it's it's weird like that I've always felt like I was very I kind of got more in touch with myself and I have more time to like self-reflect and like, I'm I'm happy with myself. I genuinely am. Like, I've learned to kind of love myself throughout this not-so-loving time. I think everyone will be a lot more 
empathetic towards each other because just seeing with social media, that's the way how people connect. There are so many different outlets for people and they're all sharing different ideas on how we can be better people, like in the terms like how to glow up, how to get that like mental health back in motion, how to like be courteous for yourself and be courteous for other people. People have gotten so like introspective this way. They're really like digging deeper into like what's going inside. And I think that's really cool. If you feel anxious, worried, or sad as a result of this pandemic, remember it's natural and there are things you can do to cope. Stay active, try new activities or hobbies, and reach out to others. If you or someone you know is going through a mental health crisis, you can contact Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline at 1-800-4-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453. Child Help offers assistance to abused neglected and at-risk children through efforts on prevention, intervention, treatment, and community outreach. The hotline is open to anyone 24-7 and staffed with certified counselors able to serve you in multiple languages. If you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, you can contact National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or text HOME to 741-741 and Impact Suicide Prevention Center. Impact offers comprehensive crisis and community behavioral health services to children, adults, and families. You can call them toll-free 24-7 at the Impact Crisis Hotline at 855-751500, the Impact Sexual Assault Hotline at 866-205-5229, or Rally Point Hotline for Veterans and Military at 855-725-5948. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap.